Thank you for joining us this Friday the 17th of June. I'm Sophia Mavridis, a market analyst with Bell Direct. Well, US policymakers are seeking support for a bill that may see up to $4.3 billion worth of enriched uranium purchases from domestic producers. It's another measure toward removing the reliance on Russian fuel since Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Russia supplies approximately 23% of US enriched uranium, that is previously mined uranium. Uranium enrichment is the process used to make nuclear fuel from mined uranium, and Russia has the world's largest enrichment capacity. The bill put forward by the Biden administration still requires Congress support to be passed. Now, compared to Russia, the U.S. has one enrichment facility in New Mexico. Therefore, Russia's economic isolation is also exposing the fragility of global nuclear fuel supplies. The market's view is that a Congress ban is unlikely, and rather utilities would be encouraged to source fuel from ex-Russian producers. Uranium equities rallied on the back of the announcement, and if enacted, the move will make the U.S., the U.S. government a direct buyer of enriched uranium. Now, Bell Potter's view is that this will rebuild domestic enrichment capacity and support the uranium nuclear energy industry. Bell Potter say that the uranium market could divide into two streams. One, sourcing and supplying nuclear streams aligned with Russia, for example, from Kazakhstan and into Russia and eventually China. And two, sourcing from Western-aligned nations and supplying countries such as the U.S., France and the UK. It's a broker's view that our US utilities will look to diversify their supply chain, reducing the reliance on Russia. Bell Potter believe Boss Energy, BOE, and Paladin Energy, PDN, are in prime position to progress offtake discussions with utilities and are the broker's top picks in the uranium sector. They have a speculative buy rating on Boss Energy with a valuation of $3.32 and a speculative buy rating on Paladin Energy, PDN, with a valuation of $1.06. In other news this week, the federal government lifted interest rates for the third time this year. Rates were lifted by 0.75%, which is the largest lift since 1994, after U.S. inflation data came in much higher than expected. So U.S. CPI is 8.6%, highlighting that inflation is growing at its fastest pace in more than, uh, more than 40 years in the U.S. The risky factor with rising rates is that the economy could potentially be pushed toward a recession. And it was this fear that was demonstrated this week with a tumble in the S&P 500 index now in bear market territory. So what does this mean? Well, interest rates are the cost of borrowing. So borrowing money becomes more expensive as rates go up. For example, banks pay more to borrow, so will charge customers higher interest. If more company revenue is going into sourcing company debt, then there is less to spend on any plans for strate uh, strategic expansion. Now, looking at the Australian market this week so far, the ASX 200 has tumbled down 4.9% Monday to Thursday. Tech, energy and industrials and materials have been hit the hardest, down between 5 to 8%. On the ASX 200, tech shares suffered very heavy losses, including Link Administration, LNK, Novonix, NVX, Block SQ2, and Megaport, MP1. 
And some major mining stocks have also dropped amid the uh, broad market sell-off, including Chalice Mining, CHN, Paladin Energy, PDN, and Champion Iron, CIA. Meanwhile, the best-performing stocks were Polynovo, PNV, Liners Rare Earths, LYC, and ComputerShare, CPU. While on the all odds, uh, Lake Resources LKE took the lead as the best performing stock. Lake Resources share price has gained 566% in a year. It was up 10% on Thursday's session and up 19% this week so far. The stock will be added to the ASX 200 on Monday as part of the index's rebalance. And the most traded stocks by Bell Direct clients this week were Crown Resorts, CWN, Coronado Global Resources, CRN, Lake Resources, LKE, AMP, ANZ, uh, Treasury Wine Estates, that's TWE, and Macquarie Group, MQG. Clients also bought into Westpac, WBC, and NAB, while took profits from CSL. And the most traded ETFs this week were the Vanguard Australian Shares ETF, VAS, the Beta Shares Australian Strong Bear Hedge Fund, BBOZ, and the Vanek Australian Equal Weight ETF, MVW. And to end, economic data to look out for next week. On Tuesday, the RBA meeting minutes will be released from the central bank's June meeting. And on Thursday, the S&P Global Manufacturing and Services Flash PMI for June will be released. This is a forward-looking estimate of the uh, Purchasing Managers Index, exemplifying economic trends in the manufacturing and services sectors. And that's all we have time for this week. I'm Sophia Mavridis with Bell Direct. Have a great Friday and enjoy your weekend.